Good morning, and welcome to the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show, where we are here every Sunday morning at 8 o'clock, aren't we, Jamie? That's right. Yep. Unless neither of us showed up, then we would not be here. But Yes. We are this Sunday morning at 8. That's right. And today we are going to be, we don't have a guest today, so nope. it's just, just you, you and, and I. I. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope you got something to talk about. <laughs> Always. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> no, we actually do have a topic. Yeah. Don't we? Okay, but before we get into that, I want to invite everybody to our website. It's DaveFox.com. And if you're considering remodeling, uh, there's a ton of information there. Whether you use us or not, there's a lot of great free information. Yeah. And you won't be irritated by these big pop-ups that come in and blank out the whole screen until you exit out. Because <laughs> you know that's one of my pet peeves. Yes, and I never, mine as well. I never read what's on them. Ever. No, I just exit out. Bingo. I know it's a really odd thing. I mean, all anybody, any website really wants is your email address. Yeah, but they think the more annoying they can be, the more you're going to see their ad. I think it's the opposite. I think yeah. the more you are not going to look at it because it's annoying. At least that's the way I am. Yeah, no, I'm agree. I'm in agreement with that. I do. I am not a fan of the pop ups and. Yeah. The only thing we have that pops up on ours is a little chat bubble in the bottom corner. Yep. And that's just if there if you want it. Yep. Okay. You don't have to X out of it, though. <clears throat> well, we're just going to chat today, aren't we? Yes. Okay. We're going to have a little chat. All right. Yeah. Um, so let's get started. Why don't you introduce our topic, Jamie? Yeah. So, you know, coming off of Thanksgiving, we just had mm -hmm. Thanksgiving and heading into uh, the rest of the holidays for the rest of the year, a lot of entertaining happens. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's really interesting, but so much of what we do, especially when you look at a kitchen, um, has an impact on the holidays or That's the really holiday true. impacts it, yeah. you know? I mean, th think about this last Thanksgiving, how many Thanksgivings we were a part of. Yeah. You know? That's true. And it, just in central Ohio, so many Thanksgivings that we were a part of in some, in some way, you know, whether it's in the middle of construction, so they had to make other plans. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> they don't love us as much. <laughs> right. Um, or the ones that are, have a completed kitchen, whether it be one, 10, 20, 40 years old yeah. that, you know, Dave Fox remodeled and they're enjoying their Thanksgiving meal around. We made their Thanksgiving better. Yeah. yeah. And it's always a topic of a conversation too, when we are remodeling a kitchen or starting to remodel a kitchen is, you know, do you host the holidays? How many people do you have? Mm -hmm. You know, more often than not, that double oven that people want is for Thanksgiving, you know, yeah. and, or for Christmas, for Christmas or yeah. whatever the case is. But that's, it's just, even though it's only a couple of days out of the year, so much of our planning you know, and the way we live in our home is impacted by that time. Yeah, <clears throat> which reminds me, a lot of people do pick an event to do something around. Mm -hmm. And the kitchen, if it's getting old and ragged or something breaks in the kitchen, people always, usually if they entertain at home, they want it done by Thanksgiving or Christmas, don't yeah. they? And <clears throat> most of the time they start too late. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so you need to be on top of it and... If you want your kitchen done for next Christmas, you better start right now. Yeah, honestly, there's no such thing as starting too early. If you know mm -hmm. you want to have it done by a certain time, goodness, give yourself extra months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be rushed into that. It's a permanent thing. I mean, you're going yes. to be living with that kitchen if you stay in that house for 30 years. It's very long term and... 
and and you know when when something like that works seamlessly it just makes the whole day feel more enjoyable you know you don't want to be frustrated cooking through your kitchen and then host 25 mm-hmm. people yeah. <laughs> um so being able to make that part a little easier and go smoother and have a spot for everybody as well you know it's another thing that we think about is the formal dining room is somewhat of a a dying room in many ways yeah. we're getting rid of a lot of them expanding the kitchen into them and things mm-hmm. like that and kind of that thought of where where you're going to put everybody mm-hmm. you know comes into play and i know growing up my mom had five brothers and they all have six seven eight kids and I had a share, fair share of cousins. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we never fit anywhere. Um, and so <laughs> once you get us all together, I mean, it's like 100 people. Mm. And so we always were in my grandma's basement. Oh. And there was like six or seven folding tables okay. that would span the whole length. So they just made it work. And we just made it work. Mm-hmm. And I loved that mm-hmm. so much. I was mm. so sad when she moved out of that house because mm. that was just the most quintessential Great Thanksgiving. Memories, yes. Yeah. We sat on folding chairs and a folding table, and it was yeah. my favorite thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but you know, you just make it work. And I think myself, as well as probably a lot of other people post COVID, our traditions changed. Did yeah. anything change for your family? Hmm. Probably not much. Actually, in terms of long-standing traditions, uh, they didn't. No. That's good. Um, my family lives kind of all over the country, mm-hmm. and so historically, we'd always gone in the morning. We went to my grandma's, in the afternoon, we went to my aunt's, and um, all my cousins post COVID stopped coming home for Thanksgiving. Um, I think just one of them was a little fearful of it and the travels a lot. They have four yeah. small kids and you know, the other one's a teacher, so they only get off a couple days and Yeah. COVID did interrupt a lot of things. It did. And really interruptions can cause people to take a different path. Yeah. It's just and an opportunity. That's what happened that. with our family. So um post COVID we just stopped doing our tradition we've done my whole life and yeah. we've been trying to find a new one this year we tried uh florida <laughs> yeah and uh and it was great actually it was really lovely outside but it was really interesting cooking thanksgiving dinner in an airbnb oh yeah <laughs> we didn't know what tools we were gonna have True. we didn't know how the oven worked or mm-hmm. anything like that yeah. and it was kind of different um and it made you realize some of the comforts of your own home Did you have to be a little creative a little creative, mm-hmm. yeah. Lots of creative. Yeah. <laughs> there was lots of oopses. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it, it did work out, and it was it was kind of we went to the beach in the morning, which is a fun <laughs> tradition, right? <laughs> Let's go to the beach before we cook Thanksgiving yeah, dinner. Yeah, right? that's what we did. We woke up and we spent the morning at the beach. Mm, we didn't even think about that. For you some know, you reason. didn't think of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely a weird one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but yeah, you know, so much of our planning in the kitchen, if you're hosting goes into it. I host a Friendsgiving every Mm -hmm. year with all my sorority sisters from college and all of their families. And um, the first year we did it, there was three kids uh, under the age of two. And now there's 19 kids under the age of 10. And uh, and it's definitely, we've had to evolve as it has evolved. Mm -hmm. And we used to always do a traditional sit down full Thanksgiving meal. And now we actually just do heavy apps because there's nowhere for us all to sit. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> there's mm. about 40 people. 
Um, but yeah, you know, you just adapt and use your kitchen and your home how you can. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's one of the most rewarding things to me on all the projects we've done is the ones that I remember are when, uh, like I, I'll never forget this one <clears throat> a couple, and they were empty nesters, had kids around and grandkids, but there was just no room in their house to have them over. <clears throat> and so we expanded the kitchen, uh, gave more space, added a little family room, and it just made a world of difference in that home. And at the end, like you could just see it in their faces. Now they can have their family over for holidays, and it just isn't that special. Oh, it was. I'll never forget that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. It's just I. I love thinking about that on on Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of that. All the all the homes we've touched, you know, in Central Ohio. I mean, mm-hmm. you figure it's got to be close to forty thousand of them, right? Or 44,000 of them. That might be a little much. Hold on. 40,000 of them. You know, at least 5,000 maybe. Yeah, a a lot. lot. Yeah. And just all the the moments and memories being made in all of those homes. Yeah. It's cool. Very heartwarming. Yeah. It's good to think about that in this business because there's so many challenges in the remodeling (laughs) business. It's not for the faint of heart. No. Okay, so again, you listen to the Dave Fox Show Remodeling Show. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Today on the Dave, oops, today on the Dave Fox Show Remodeling Show. Gosh, what I, I always struggle with that, Jamie. It's a new show. Will you start this uh, segment for no. us? No. Okay, <laughs> let me try again. Today on the Dave Fox Show Remodeling Show, that's my radio voice. There you go. We are talking about holidays and kitchens, yeah, in particular, right? Yeah, I mean, so much of the holiday happens in the kitchen, right? Yeah. All the prep, all the cooking. cooking. Everybody's hanging out there anyways. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you have to think through all of that when you are remodeling your kitchen of if you do host and having enough space in the oven for everything that you want to cook, having enough space on the counter to put everything you want to put. Yeah, countertop, man, that is a premium, isn't it? It it sure is. Countertop space because you got all the casseroles you got to set out and the turkey. and. Do you do family style on the table or do you guys do buffet style? Um, We do both. Both. We've done both. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we have a whole lot of people, it'll be buffet style. We just have all the food on the island. Everybody takes their plates around. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I know I'm I'm indifferent between the two. I like the buffet style because I think it's easier to get everything. But as a mom of three, when everything's buffet style, I never sit down because mm. <laughs> everybody, everyone yeah. wants True. something at all True. times. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, you got to think that through. If you prefer buffet style, you got to have the counter space for it. Mm-hmm. If you prefer the table set and doing it family style on the table, well, you better have a big table. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And just kind of thinking through all that and where everything's going to go. And if you want people sitting at the island, you know, an uninterrupted island is always a wonderful thing without anything on it. No sink, no cooktop, nothing, you know, just uninterrupted is a beautiful thing. You know, I remember this one client we worked for, they were empty nesters as well. And but they love to entertain. So their island, I think, had the most seats of any island I've ever done before in my life. And I can't remember exactly what the number was, but it was over eight, I know. So it was a gigantic island with a lot of seating space. Yeah. And they had a place for their guests to sit. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, even outside of the holidays, just entertaining in general is such a consideration 
mm-hmm. when you're, you know, designing a kitchen. And some people love to entertain and have people over and throw parties or dinner yeah. parties or cook or have someone cook or whatever. And then other people really just stick to the two of themselves, you know, the two of them mm-hmm. a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. and factoring that in. And that's what's so great about remodeling is when you're so hyper-focused on maybe that one room that you're remodeling, let's say it's the kitchen. Yeah. You're so hyper-focused on that. You can just pay attention to all those details and you're really customizing it just for you. Yeah. That's what I love about remodeling. New home building, you know, I, I've always been in remodeling since day one. Yeah. And I tinkered around a couple of times thinking, oh, I want to build a house. So I did, you know, build a couple. But what I found was the house was like overwhelming and the budget was needed for the square footage, which mm-hmm. didn't leave very much for anything extra. Yeah. And that I just didn't enjoy that. Where, like you say, when you've got <laughs> one or two rooms in a home and you're focusing on them, you want them very nice. You, you pour a lot of effort into the, the furnishings you're putting in, the appliances you're using, fixtures, whatever, lighting. And you can just really focus and make that room really special. Yeah. Whereas... The thing I didn't like about new home building was it was all like, just give us as much square foot as you can. Yeah, it was all about the space. Yeah. Uh, it's so true. And I think that's why, you know, in new builds, it can be a struggle to build character into a new build home because you really are, you're spending all of your budget on the actual, mm-hmm. you know, bones, yeah. um, which are important, of course. Sure. But, you know, if you want a home with character, um, then those people come back to us a few years later yeah. and add the character. <laughs> they add the character. That's right. I, it's very true. I mean, there's so many newer build homes that we are doing remodeling in. And a lot of time it is adding in that character. Maybe it's refacing a fireplace or it's adding, you know, I can think of a lot of homes that we've added millwork, mm-hmm. especially in those oh, yeah. two-story great rooms. I yeah. mean, that's an instant way to add some character and warmth to a home is just that yeah. all that millwork and molding around the, yeah. around the home. That makes a big difference. And maybe it makes a Crawford a huge, ceiling or some yes, beams in the beams, ceiling. beams, whatever. Yeah. I mean, adding that kind of character in is just, it's like the dressing on a cake. You know, yeah. you got to, it's the accoutrements. The accoutrements. <laughs> um, but considering the functionality, not only for those times of years that you're entertaining, but also the everyday, you know, and creating those zones, I think is a really great space to be able to do that. You know, you might have your zone that on a day-to-day basis is your coffee bar. You know, that's where your coffee is, that's where Mm -hmm. your coffee maker is, and that's kind of that zone. But then maybe it can be transition, and during the holidays or when you're hosting a party, it's the bar for, you know, the drinks and everything like that. And it can transition that way, and then it gives you a space to do that. Um, And so kind of thinking through all those elements and, and making sure you have all the things that you want and need and again, that hyper focus that you're able to do when you're remodeling, I just think is is like you said, it's the coolest part. Mm-hmm. Um, because even you know the the lighting and taking that into account of you know you need a lot of light while you're cooking, but then while you're entertaining, you don't really want it that bright. Mm-hmm. And kind of factoring in those those layers of lighting and how they'll impact the space and and everything like that. Um, so when you're remodeling a kitchen and you know you're going to be hosting Thanksgiving, there's usually some key components that people want. Um, like the uninterrupted island mm-hmm. is a big one. 
Um, that's kind of a, a lifelong debate, the sink in the island or not in the island, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think there's pros and cons to both. Most people have a pretty strong opinion one way or another. Um, you know, my dream world is to have two islands and then you have one with a sink in it and one without, there right? You <laughs> there you go, easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Um, but keeping in mind those cooking zones and how it all flows and and you know now too with the sinks that are multifunctional and kind of have all those parts and pieces in the and the prep they also have um inserts that you can then use it as a counter space mm-hmm. which is really great yeah. um you just you want to have a secondary sink too in case you do need to rinse something mm-hmm. off yeah um, depending on how much room you had to work with really yeah because it's uh, some people, you know, having a bunch of accessories and stuff for a sink, you got to find them, get them out, put them in and stuff, which is kind of a hassle. But if you don't have a lot of space and it makes it more functional for that area, then by all means. Yeah. But the more room you have, and whether the island is in the sink or at the counter with a big window at all, a lot depends on what are you looking at outside. Right. You know, where is the window location? How does the traffic flow through the kitchen? How's mm-hmm. your house working? So a lot plays into that and really knowing you know I think of some people that are definitely stuck on a certain feature like maybe they don't want the sink in the island period yeah and maybe the design really lends itself to doing that and so we as designers would have to kind of show them the pros and cons and at least try to get their mind to open up a little bit to, to think long term okay is that really going to serve my needs better or not? Yeah. And because sometimes people get stuck in a rut and it's to their own detriment. I know, you know, it's, it's, it can be really challenging to make some of those decisions and weigh those pros and cons. You know, I think of the double oven versus the, you know, the big ranges with the two ovens Mm -hmm. and you kind of do the pro and con, right? There's the aesthetic appealingness of the big range you know that kind of quintessential centerpiece of the kitchen with the big hood and the big range um but then you have to bend over every time you want to get everything in and out of there or there's the you know double wall ovens which are very functional as well and Mm -hmm. a lot of them have additional functions now as well as you know maybe the top one is a steam oven or a microwave also and things like that Mm -hmm. And so figuring all of that out and appliances are always a good place to start in a kitchen. Yeah. And, you know, especially for holiday planning, appliances really play a major, major role. I know my wife is always, a lot of her kitchens we've had over the years, she's had at least two or three ovens sometimes. Oh, wow. And she puts them all to use during the <laughs> I holidays. I bet she does. <laughs> so she's a big appliance person. It's, it's really important to her. Yeah. And it's a major investment in the kitchen too. So, you know, looking at appliances and figuring out what you need is really important. Okay, let's take a break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. This is the Dave Fox Home Remodeling Show. I'm Gary Demas, president of Dave Fox Design Build Remodelers, and Jamie Bratslavsky is here. She is the director of marketing, marketing manager. Doesn't matter, right? Whichever. Yeah, marketing. Okay. Marketing. <laughs> Just period. Period. Okay. <laughs> But yeah, so we were just talking about appliances in the kitchen. <laughs> it made me think of my friend has uh, just moved into a new house and the kitchen has a, a range top, you know, where it kind of just comes over the edge, but it's not the full range. Okay. And then at the bottom, there's a, a warming drawer. Mm-hmm. And we were talking because she wants to redo some things in there or whatever. And I was talking to her about it and she goes, well, 
But now I've had a warming drawer and now I'm unable to live without a warming drawer. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> she uses it all the time. And I was, thought that was so funny. I've never had one, so I've mm-hmm. never used one. Okay. I said, I just keep something in the oven or put it in the microwave, you know, if I want it to kind of mm-hmm. keep its warmth or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what, nope. does she have a particular use for it? She uh, says she uses it all the time for, you know, if you're getting a bunch of things ready for dinner and they're okay. done at maybe different, a little different okay. times and she'll okay. just keep it warm in there. Or if, you know, she thought... Her husband was going to get home from work at a certain time, but he's yeah. ran into traffic. Right. That sort of thing. But she, it's so funny because she's like, yep, now I can't live without one. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> it's like, okay. Um, but yeah, you know, it's those things that you, you've you never had and then all of a sudden you have mm-hmm. um, can definitely be something that... And that's why we always do suggest, too, when people move into a new home to live with it for a minute yeah. before they remodel it. Because it is funny the way you change the way you live in a new home um, and the different things that you do. Yeah, it does take a while. Um, a lot of people say a year, but you know we've had people that moved into a house that just absolutely hated something. And of course, when they were buying it, they knew their intention was to change it and they yeah. were just gonna, ready to go for it. Yeah, but absolutely. It, it is helpful just to be in a home for a while and learn traffic flows and and the way the light comes in and everything like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I think, too, um, uh, I lost my train of thought, but just getting accustomed to different things. Like if she would have remodeled that kitchen before they would have moved in, they would have ripped out that ro- warming door and never gave it a second yeah. thought. But yeah. look at that. She found something she loved. Yeah, I had fate. double ovens in my old home. Yeah. And in this one, I... I think I actually do, but I have I haven't learned how to use it as an oven. It's a microwave oven okay. as the top one, mm-hmm. and I only use it as a microwave because oh, okay. I haven't figured it out. Is it a micro convection oven or? I think so. Yes. Okay. But well, yeah, I need to experiment with that a little bit. I know appliances scare. I don't want to catch anything. Do you have fire. a toaster oven in your kitchen? No, I just have a toaster. Oh, it's funny. I love toaster ovens. My wife absolutely hates them. So, actually, she's gone this week. So there was one down in the basement, which I got. <laughs> I cleaned it all out. It was kind of cruddy. I wiped it off, washed it out because I had some um, stuff that, like a calzone and stuff. And yeah. Half of it wanted to warm up. And, you know, a calzone warmed yeah, up. Yeah, you don't want that in a microwave. microwave. Yeah. Blah. But a toaster oven is so perfect for that. It so is. So I'm going to have to hide it when she's coming home tomorrow. I'm going to hide that thing. <laughs> I know. Actually, this Airbnb we were just in had only a toaster oven. Oh. And I have toast every mo- morning, mm-hmm. and I thought it was so annoying. Really? Well, only because you have to get an oven mitt to get the things out every time. Yeah. But that, it so works pretty good for So it's an extra step. Toast. Bagels works good for bagels. I know. Yeah. I have an English muffin, but it just... Yeah. yeah, I missed my toaster. It's funny. It's the one thing... We got a good toaster because mm-hmm. I eat toast every day, mm-hmm. and it really does matter. What kind is it? Um, I want to say it's a... I'm gonna lose. Is it a Bosch? Would that make sense? Oh, I wonder if it is. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I always try to find a good toaster, and I guess I've never thought to look at Bosch. Yeah, I, I think it's a Bosch. I know it's not a Wolf. It's a nice one. It was, it's, <laughs> you know. Where'd you get it at? Oh gosh, it's oh. old now. Probably. Okay. I don't know, wherever there was like a point steal, knowing my husband, if we had extra credit <laughs> oh. card points at okay. <laughs> William Sonoma that week, yeah. <laughs> wherever. But actually, we just got a new coffee maker, too. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because this coffee maker, 
my parents actually have. And when they were looking for a new coffee maker, I told them, I said, I don't know, I don't know much about one coffee maker versus another, but I can tell you every single kitchen of our clients that I photograph has the same coffee maker. Really? <laughs> That's what I told them. I said, so I would just get that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty powerful testimony there. Isn't that, yeah. I mean, I photograph this coffee maker. I think it's a Technoborn maybe. Um, but anyways, it is, it's so funny. I've noticed it in every hmm. kitchen because whenever we go take the photos, it's in every single kitchen. <laughs> See, I'm not a coffee drinker. I don't even notice any of that stuff. Uh, I'm I'm what most referred to as a coffee snob. Okay. <laughs> I'm really particular about my coffee. You, did you get that from your husband? Or I did get that person? from my husband, okay. yes. Yeah. And he spoiled me and now I'm a snob yeah, okay. too. <laughs> okay. But yeah, well, we used to do pour over every morning, but I've gotten him around to at least. So you got hooked on good coffee. So if yes. you had a warming drawer, you'd probably get hooked on that too. Maybe. I yeah. don't know. Yep. So you don't know until you have it. Right. Okay. But it's all these things, but yeah, you know, back to Thanksgiving, that's actually another thing that, you know, people consider too, is we, a lot of times for Thanksgiving, you're hosting, not just for that evening, but you're hosting people staying overnight. And when you're having guests, that's another thing to factor in is, you know, coffee for them in the morning making yeah. sure you have a big enough coffee maker if you're not a coffee drinker you still want to have something for people mm -hmm. um and so it's even if you're not a coffee drinker and you don't need a coffee bar or coffee zone in your kitchen you still want to be able to accommodate guests you know if you do have family that comes in town frequently and kind of consider that and just you know making sure everybody's comfortable um in your home yeah Okay, so let's say somebody is planning a kitchen and they do entertain for Thanksgiving or Christmas or both. Mm -hmm. and they have a lot of family. <clears throat> so they're going to have some certain ideas on what they need to accomplish in the kitchen, right? Yeah. And they're going to be looking on Pinterest and Howl's and Instagram and all that kind of all stuff. All the things, yep. So they'll beginning gathering all this information <clears throat> and uh, then they decide, okay, let's get somebody to help me design this kitchen. Yeah. And they've got these ideas together. So then if it's us, we would meet with them, talk to them about those ideas and everything. So what's interesting is when you have someone that has really put a lot of thought into it, they usually, you know, with so much information available today, our clients come with some pretty fascinating ideas. Yeah. And they find some pretty fascinating kids, whatever's. Or they get them served to yeah. them, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> they get an ad served to them with something yes. really fascinating yes. or creative. Thanks to yeah, AI and internet and, and yep. marketing. It's all those, all those cookies yeah. you're accepting. So it is, that's different than it was because I've been doing this for a long time. Mm -hmm. Years ago, there just wasn't so much available information. Yeah. It was before Al Gore invented the internet. So <laughs> we, uh, we had to go old school then. But it is really a difference today in how much, how intuitive and knowledgeable a lot of our clients are. It is. But, it, you know, it almost makes the interior designer in a way more valuable because there are so many decisions yeah. and there's so many options. And, you know, all these things you're being served in ads or finding on the Internet are just a picture. And it doesn't show the functionality. It doesn't show the quality. Mm -hmm. 
And the interior designers really do have that information. They have the information of the quality and the durability and how it cleans and the wear and tear that you're going to experience and things like that, that you can't, you can't find in a picture. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also just the analysis paralysis. I mean, there are so many options. Yeah. I mean, even just white subway tile. I dare yeah. you to Google that yeah. <laughs> and pick one. <laughs> On know? just a kitchen, there's a ton of options yeah. versus if you're building a whole new home. You oh know? my gosh, yeah. yeah. I mean, your outlets, your, you know, under cabinet lighting, mm-hmm. your pendants, you know, Are you going to have glitter in the grout yeah right the grout what color what <laughs> yeah. and Glitter the grout, grout selection is really? huge right it completely changes the look yeah oh it's just a lot of decisions all decision right give me fatigue. an interior designer quick before i go crazy <laughs> yes all right we're going to take a break we'll be back soon you're listening to the day fox show remodeling show and jamie just promised she's going to get us back on track for this show <laughs> right jamie sure we've been going off on some tangents here i know so now get us back on track what do we do yeah well you know we were just talking about the analysis paralysis and the decision fatigue of a kitchen remodel and the added value of having an interior designer to help you through kind of those selections Mm -hmm. and you know it's funny too because you see things in pictures you know or you show someone a picture and say i really like this and then you know they'll ask what is it that you like is it the color Mm -hmm. is it the cabinet is it the style is it you know and so often a consumer can't say, this is what I like. You know, it's really hard to pinpoint what it is you like about a space. Yeah. And a lot of times, you know, we've talked about this on the show before, but a lot of times it's just that it was well done. You know, as you were saying that, I remember years ago, an architect was telling me about how important lines and dimensions and scale are in mm-hmm. design and how when you walk into a room and you just feel good about it, it's because those are on target. Yeah. So I can see how, you know, a whole picture could just take you and you, maybe you can't pinpoint what it is about it, but it means that that architecture is done correctly. It's done to scale. Yeah. It's done proportionately. So everything is balanced and feels good. And when things are out of balance, and there's disharmony in the design, then it's a little disturbing, but a lot of times you can't put your finger on that either. Yeah, and I mean, it's really similar, honestly, to even just physical appearance. You know, the most beautiful people in the world or who are considered the most beautiful people in the world are often the most symmetrical people. Yeah, They're completely symmetrical. Their eyes are the exact same size. Both their sides of their nose are the same. They're very symmetrical. And there's, you know, if you look at their individual features of, you know, maybe their nose, it's not a perfect nose, but it's all so symmetrical that it works. And it's kind of the same thing in designing a space that when it's all done really correctly, it all just works, mm-hmm. you know? And you might look at it closer and be like, well, I don't actually like that specific tile, mm-hmm. but I just like the overall mm-hmm. feel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just cause it's done well. Um, and so kind of figuring out that what it is, not only that you like a picture of a kitchen, but what in the kitchen is it that you like, yeah. you know, or, or is it just that it's done yeah, well? Because sometimes people will come with specifics. Mm-hmm. This is what I like. I don't like the other stuff in here, but this is what I like. And yeah. that's helpful too. 
Yeah. I mean, we've even had clients that come to us with a picture and say, I want this kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> this one right here. Mm. And it's like, okay, but you realize your space is completely different yeah. than that one. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, you will not have mountains out your windows, mm-hmm. no matter how much remodeling mm-hmm. we do. That's because you photoshopped those mountains in there, didn't you, Jenny? I mean, I could. <laughs> I don't, of course, okay. but I could. Mm. Um, but yeah, so, you know, considering all of those kind of factors in and And then you get down again to that nitty gritty of like, what do you want? Do you want an uninterrupted island? Do you want or need double ovens? Mm -hmm. Do you want them to be wall ovens? Do you want the focal point to be your hood? Um, You know, how many seats at the island do you want? A lot of people like for their island to have the bar height seating and then the counter height prep space just to keep that separation. Other people prefer that it all be counter height. Mm -hmm. Personally, I'm a prefer all counter mm-hmm, height. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just kind of factoring in all of those things and and making sure you allow yourself space around all of those things. You know, I've seen so many beautiful kitchens with these really big hoods that wrap around and come down to the counter on either mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. And they're beautiful, but you really need to make sure you're factoring in the prep space next to on either side of it to make yeah. sure that you're, you know, you have somewhere to put your pot after your other things that you're putting into the pan or whatever the case is you know i utilize that space on either side of my cooktop a lot i can't imagine not having it and although those look beautiful is the functionality there Mm -hmm. you know yeah definitely (laughs) but yeah and then you know there's so many design elements too for example, the waterfall edge on countertops mm-hmm. um, has been really big for a while. A lot of people request that. It's a beautiful look, uh, especially when it's done just really well. Um, but you do have to accept that you are losing a little bit of functionality for that beauty. Yeah, um, You're kind of losing a side of your island that mm-hmm. could be cabinetry. It could be shelves. It could be I don't know what. Um, and then also if you have to put an outlet there. Mm-hmm. And kind of yeah. kind of dampen that uh, that whole look you were going for. So keeping all of those things in mind, outlets are a necessary evil in yeah. a kitchen. Yeah. Well, They've, a kitchen is a hardworking room, and you've got yeah. to have uh, accessibility for your electric and cleanup area and disposal. Yeah. Uh, all the things that aren't pretty and gorgeous, but are necessary for creating a great meal and then cleaning up afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm sure this, you know, this past Thanksgiving and with Christmas around the corner, a lot of people were sitting in their home or someone else's home and thinking about their kitchen and, and, you know, maybe next year they're hosting or this upcoming Christmas they're hosting and either starting to get anxiety about it Mm -hmm. (laughs) or wondering, you know, if it's next year, what could they do to their kitchen? Or, you know, they might've seen how easy it was for someone else in their kitchen to kind of function with all these people and how can they make that change in their kitchen? And, and it is surprising, but now is the time to call and start planning for next year's Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can get an early start on it. It takes time. Mm Mm-hmm. And these are things, you know, decisions you don't want to rush through because you're going to be living with them for a long time. Yeah. Because people that are putting that kind of effort into a kitchen are going to stay in that house, right? Oh, yeah. We're not doing this to sell the home. We're doing this, uh, you know, so that you can enjoy it for many years. Yeah. Absolutely. And all those memories around that kitchen island, you know, that, that you spent all those hours and decisions and you know, pros and cons and everything like that. And 
all that decision fatigue and everything like that just goes right out the window as soon as it's done mm-hmm. and you just get to enjoy your space and it's a it's really is a beautiful thing and i think the holidays is just kind of the the cherry on top of what we we do it's your chance to share your home yeah your personal life the things that are important to you and when you do share those with others coming into your home you want them to be comfortable to enjoy it Mm-hmm. Uh, to feel good about everything that's happening. So a really nice space makes a world of difference with that. Yeah, absolutely. Not to say that you can't pull it off like your grandmother did. You know, it's just tables and chairs in the basement and <laughs> put a bunch of kids together. Yes. You can always have a great time. But absolutely. it just makes it a little more enjoyable and uh, gives you a little bragging rights too. Yeah, yeah. feels good. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I think it's uh, kind of natural to enjoy hosting other people in your home, especially when it works well. And it's something very special. And, you know, your home is very much your sanctuary, which makes going through a remodel so difficult, right? Mm Because we're kind of literally putting hammers through it. Destroying the sanctuary (laughs) temporarily. Yeah. But when that's all, you know, said and done and you get to invite people to come see all those, all that work you did and all those decisions you made and, and it all comes full circle in that moment. You know, it's just really worth it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm thinking about timing and stress and how in today's world, you know, stress, we all have a less tolerance for stress. Yes. I think than we did a few years ago. Yeah. But uh, planning, going through a major remodel, getting ready for a holiday and stuff, giving yourself time is de-stressing the whole process. Mm-hmm. That's really important. If you have to rush through make all these major decisions that build stress. And there's so many other areas to be stressed in, in any kind of a remodel. Yeah. So having time to give a little bit of a shock absorber effect, a comfort zone to de-stress, that's really important. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, spreading out the the stress is necessity. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Piecemeal the stress. Yes. There you go. Give yourself time to do that. Yeah. Okay, so we have tons of great photos, Jamie, on our website. Mm -hmm. And if people are looking for ideas for a kitchen for Thanksgiving or Christmas, they can look on our website and find a bunch of different stuff. You can go to davefoxradio.com, find all of our previously broadcast shows. We invite you to email us at info at davefox.com, where we would be happy to answer any questions you may have. And otherwise, we will see you next Sunday morning at 8 o'clock.